everybody. This is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Brent Griffiths, and joining us as always is Brent McIntosh. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? Fine, thank you. Here we are. It's the start of another month. It's time to look back at the month that was. What kind of month was it? September was pretty good as far as Edmonton real estate goes. It was like most other years. Uh, between August and December, Bryn, each month will get a little slower. A little slower, a little slower as we approach December, and prices will do the same. They'll typically drop each month between August and December. Now, we talk about months. How important is it when the snow flies? Does that change it at all? It changes our market drastically here in Edmonton, and that has everything to do with the weather. Who wants to move in the middle of winter? So typically, sales will drop off. If you buy a house in November or December, that means you're moving in January or February in, in the brutally Edmonton cold days and nobody really wants to do that so we'll see sales drop off from november december and then start to pick up slowly in january and by february sales will get busier and busier because then your possessions aren't until march and april i like the sound of that although i've moved twice in the middle of an alberta winter but i've had people move for me so it was a lot warmer for me. There's some great advantages. Moving companies are typically not all booked up. You can get some better quotes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and uh, so that's a huge advantage of moving in the middle of winter. The other advantage, which we'll talk about here shortly, is just if you're a buyer, this is the best time of year to buy. Especially if you're a first-home buyer or an investor, this is when you should start your search and you should be ready to pull the trigger in the next 60 days. We talked overall about the year, and you, this is exactly the way it, that you predicted it, uh, it, for the most part. But I think you're a little bit surprised, are you not, about how, how energetic the year was? Or am I reading that wrong? No, you're, you're, you're right. I, I think that this year went uh, according to plan. The only thing that was a little surprising was the sheer amount of both listings and sales that we saw here in Edmonton. Otherwise, it was a pretty predictable year. 2020, not so predictable. When the pandemic first started, uh, the market pretty much shut off halfway through March all the way till June. This year, we didn't have a slowdown month. We had a, a very predictable year so far. Okay, so, so what has happened here between last year and this year? Is it just the fact that we learned to adapt through a the pandemic? A hundred percent. I think that, that starting last June, people decided that they had to get back to living. Yeah. <laughs> and those people who wanted to purchase and those people who wanted to sell did that. And we've adapted. Humans do that, right? You adapt to your conditions and you just move on. And us as real estate agents, fortunately, we are deemed as an essential service so we can continue to buy and sell properties, uh, which is obviously really important. And the buyers and sellers have decided to do, ju do just that, especially when it comes to the single family market versus the condo market. The condo market's been fine, but definitely nowhere near as booming as the single family market because we're seeing people need more space as more and more people have been working at home in the last year and a half. I had the privilege this past month, before we start getting into numbers and all that kind of stuff, but this past month, watching you in action closely because... Yeah. You're selling a very good friend of mine, his home, and he's also looking for a new home in the market. So it's been kind of fun just to watch you, not just talk about it like we do, you know, every week, yeah. but to actually see you in action has been fun for me. 
Yeah, and and uh, it was fun for me too, so that you could see that uh, and uh, that particular listing. Uh, I had a, uh, one of my our new agents shadowing me, so so I got to show her too uh, what we do when we're out in the field. Uh, Sabrina has worked with me for four years but not out in the field. She was always back at the office. So she's now learning a, a whole new trade as she gets to see what the agents on the team do and as, as she just let, got licensed recently. And showings. There's been a lot of showings. At least that's my take on it. Yeah, things. you got to see that portion of it too. And isn't that fun? And yeah. It, it's, it, that, that is actually what most real estate agents like is they like showing houses. They like... Uh, the emotion that goes with it, because buyers get really excited about properties. They sure do. And and you can have a, a wish list as long as your arm of the things that you absolutely think that you want in your next house, but it's all about emotion. And when you walk into the house, you typically just know, yeah, this is the one. Okay, let's now talk about uh, the, the month that we've just got through, and that's the month of September. Where do you want to dig in on this one? Well, let's talk about, uh, we'll start with listings and sales. Okay. So for new listings in September, there were 1,726 new listings that hit the market. Uh, that's very similar to the amount that we had a year ago, 1,678 in September of 2020. And we had 1,684 new listings in August, um, just be a month ago. So that number is staying relatively consistent. Where the big difference is, is the total amount of listings that we've had so far this year. We've had over 17,000 new single family homes listed in Edmonton this year. Now, how does that compare to previous years? Well, last year we only had 14,000 by this time. Wow. So we've had 3,000 more listings. And so that is pushing the supply really high. If you're a buyer, there's been lots to look at. When it comes to sales, we had 1,151 single family sales and that compares very, um, or is very comparative to a year ago, September of 2020, we had 1,184. So only 30 difference uh, between the two years. But again, the big difference is the total for the year. By September of 2020, there had been 8,000 single-family home sales. And now, as of September of 2021, there's been 12,361. Wow. Over 4,000 more sales this year. 50% increase in sales. Who would have seen that coming? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and and, and it's, it's really interesting. And we're that mar it's not that our population is getting bigger, Bryn. I'm, it, really, Edmonton is not growing. Uh, we're, we, we, we don't have jobs available. We don't see people moving here from the east uh, like we did during the boom. Um, these are a lot of first home buyers and, and former renters and investors buying into the marketplace. So I have to ask, are the banks working a little better with people than maybe they were three months ago? Because we talked about the fact that the process was really getting bogged down. And that was maybe hurting sales a little bit, but where are we sitting on that? So I'd say the speed of the banks is improved. So that's a really good question. Um, you know, during the spring and, and early summer, banks were taking three to four weeks in some cases to get you approvals. Yeah. So we've sped up the process and most people, if they're pre-qualified and done and, and got all their stuff to their mortgage broker ahead of time, it should literally only take them 10 days at most to get the financing. So that's been a, a huge improvement. But, um, and I say with a big capital B, but 
the Alberta is still isn't the place where banks necessarily want to loan. Right. If you are a major bank in, in this country, are you going to want to loan in, in, a, in a marketplace like Alberta where typically uh, prices have fallen quite a bit, especially this time of year? Or are you going to want to loan in a marketplace where like most, and we're, we'll talk about this next week on our podcast, but marketplaces in Ontario, most of their markets have gone up 20% or more this year. It's a safer bet for the sure. bank. So, yeah. so if I'm RBC or TD, I'm going to want to loan in Ontario over Alberta. So that's the only thing that I would say. So they've sped up the process, but you know they probably aren't looking to loan as much money here in Alberta. So your credit better be perfect. I, I don't want to steal anything away from the next podcast, but do you think that's an advisable thing for most people is to get that pre-approved situation looked after before you start looking or is oh, that impossible? A hundred percent because we've seen so many um, sellers here in Alberta can, can attest to how many times that they've had a, a deal pending on their property and then it didn't go through quite sure. a bit more often than years ago. Okay. Years ago, you got an offer and, and here's the sold stickers, put these up in a week. And um, that just doesn't happen anymore. There, there's all kinds of deals crashing. And, and it's a stat that, that we don't keep track of because probably we would be alarmed with how high it is. It's, it's definitely double digits, probably 20 30, to 30% of, of transactions that, um, that die. I used to remember a lot of realtors would put up the pending sign on yeah, those. That doesn't you never have, see, that you don't anymore. see that anymore. It's no. either it's either it's for sale or it isn't. That's right. And and you know to talk about the, some of my strategies, I literally keep all of our properties active on MLS right up until we hear about condition removal because you don't know it's not sold till it's sold. And those are the words that I use with our clients: is is that you're going to have to wait until the conditions are removed. Cross yeah. your fingers, um, and and it isn't like it used to be. Okay, I'll let you get back on track. I just keep diverting you here today. But uh, what else do you want to talk about? Well, let's talk about the median sales price. So I okay. gave you those numbers as far as uh, the single family, uh, 17,000 listings versus 14,000, 12,000 sales versus 8,000 last year. Well, the median sales price is now 417,000. And compare that to last year, it was 400,000 even at this exact same time a year ago. So we're about $17,000 more for a median sales price for single family homes. Not a gigantic increase, but it's nice to have an increase. I had talked about prices dropping basically from August to December. So in August, the median sales price was 420,000 500. And so we're now down to 417. So a small drop. Sure. And I would suggest we're going to see a drop three to $5,000 each of the next four months. Okay. What else we got? Let's talk about condos. Yeah. So condos are sort of the nemesis of the market. Very difficult to sell. Uh, people who've got condos out there will know, and, and lots of them have been trying to sell them for a long time. And it's all about saturation, uh, especially in downtown Edmonton, where at one particular time we had t a two-year supply of condominiums on the market. So meaning that the, if, if we didn't have any new listings, it would take us two years to sell all of the inventory. Uh, some of those listings have expired and, and not relisted. So we have a little less. We're, we're probably sitting at around 17 or 18 months of inventory in downtown Edmonton. I got to tell you a little story here. Of course, uh, our Road 55 studio, where we tape this, mm -hmm. is right downtown in Edmonton. And so on a lunch hour, I was wandering around and I happened to go by one of these rather sizable condo developments. And I was talking with the guy in the office mm -hmm. about business and everything. You want to go up and see one? <laughs> And it's sure, let's go. So we went up. It was beautiful, yep. but it's just the market, the marketplace right now. Just it's it's a real struggle for them. 
But I was very impressed. The property was great. And they built all this. I mean, downtown, there's so many incredible buildings that came up here in the last four to five years. And it's that old saying, if you build it, they will come. Well, they built it, <laughs> but we're still waiting for people to come. Yeah, well, a lot has the pandemic has really hurt in a lot of ways. You can see that just through downtown businesses. And Easy to park downtown, empty. Uh, yeah. You know, we're talking about um, residential here, but some of my commercial friends are telling me, you know, 50% vacancy in some of these buildings. I know. But the one thing, too, that I, I was kind of following along was, it's not just an Edmonton or a Calgary thing. They're struggling in other downtowns all across the country. So the, mm -hmm. it's a pandemic-driven type of thing. But in an area like Alberta, where the oil and gas is so big, and there's spinoff of all of that, it's just, it's, uh, it's really, uh, it's kind of a stew where they're throwing little bits and pieces of this, that, and in, and everything into it. And it's just, uh, it's it's created the situation we're in. I don't think there's any denying that. Yeah, and it, yeah, again, we'll, we'll kind of hint at what we're going to talk about next week, but markets like Toronto, that uh, the burbs like Burlington and Hamilton um, have grown so exponentially because people don't have to work in downtown Toronto anymore. Same yeah. here in downtown Edmonton. You don't, the people don't have to go into the office or if they're going into the office, they're only going in once a week. And, and so now you can live out in the burbs or you can live on an acreage and, and have more space and, and bigger houses for cheaper prices rather than paying a lot for the lot. Because essentially, uh, and we've talked about this before, but in Edmonton, the most expensive real estate is that real estate in the core. So the stuff in, in downtown Edmonton and the university is the most expensive land in Edmonton. And it doesn't matter which direction you go, northeast, southwest, the farther you leave that core, the cheaper the land becomes. So you can get a bigger house on a cheaper piece of land, basically. Once again, I diverted you off of condos. So is there any more information on condos? Yeah. So let's talk about year to date for listings. Okay. So far, we've had 10,000 listings in Edmonton versus last Last year, 7,300. Wow. So quite a few more listings. Now, sales are up, which is really good. So there's been 4,400 sales versus 2,900 last year. So that's pretty good. But your sales to list ratio is staying about the same. So it's still difficult to sell. Um, and, and what we're seeing is a quite a bit of a drop in the median sales price. So we're at 209,000 for the median sales price last month, it was 215,000. So we've dropped 6,000 from August to September. If I look back to last September, September of 2020, it was actually at 218. Okay. So you can see a consistent drop in the median sales price for condos, even more than the single family drop. Do you get wound up in doing comparables month to month or do you like to compare year to year? Mostly year to year, um, because in Edmonton, almost every single year, we peak in May. So typically prices go up from January to May, and then the summer they level off. And as we're seeing now, August through December, they'll drop. Okay. So that's a pretty, and, and that's what happened this year. Um, and that's what we were predicting. And, and it's, it's following a regular year. Last year, if you recall, we peaked actually in August. So, or July or August, it was, it was a late peak because of how slow the spring market was. Okay. Condos. That I, I, I'm really disrupting you today. I got to admit, okay. it's, it's, yeah. it's, I, you know what it is? It's so nice to actually have you in studio. Again. Yeah. With that, we get to see each other face yeah. to face and, and in, in the same room. So, so, uh, lastly, 
let's just talk about um, acreages. Okay. And we, we just hinted there of people not having to work downtown and they want more space. So acreages, the, the, the amount of listings has actually stayed the same from 2020 to 2021, but the amount of sales is up drastically. So by this time, last year, we had sold 789 acreages. This year, it's at 1,163. So quite a rise in acreages. The median sales price last year was 545. The median sales price this year is 615. So quite a jump in acreages. And again, that has with everything to do with what we've just talked about, people leaving the city, being able to work at home. I was just on the phone on the way here to, before recording this podcast and, and uh, talking to a client and he wanted to know a little bit about acreage sales and things. And I said, it's funny, for 20 some years, the first question I would get from a potential buyer about an acreage was, uh, what kind of septic system does it have? What kind of water system does it have? Now the first que question is, does it have high speed internet there? <laughs> I believe that. You got a Zoom, so the, so you got a Zoom meeting? I'll, I'll worry about the water later. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know, can I stream <laughs> Netflix <laughs> and can, can I get on my Zoom meetings? And, and so that's what's so funny about that is that that's become the priority for acreage buyers. And what about, does it have two dens or two offices? bedrooms and, and offices have become yeah. a priority. And again, that's why we're seeing such a trend to living outside of the core. And in fact, what, right now, when I was looking at where's the hottest markets, you've asked me that in the past, yeah. you know, where's the hottest place in the city? Well, the city is relatively consistent. There isn't necessarily the best portion of the city. It's relatively consistent. Um, currently, uh, in the last 30 days, the north end was actually had more sales, um, uh, comparatively speaking, than anywhere else. But that will change. Sometimes southwest is hot. Sometimes southeast is hot. It'll just depend. Uh, but consistently, right now, in Edmonton, we have about four months' worth of inventory sitting on the market. And I use that term because just uh, it, it's sort of an easy term. If there's no new listings, it'll take us almost four months to get rid of all the inventory that we have in Edmonton. But when I start looking at the burbs, when I look at Beaumont, we have just over two and a half months of inventory. St. Albert only has two months of inventory. Spruce Grove, just barely over two months of inventory. And Sherwood Park, which seems to be the hottest market right now, has the least amount um, in basically just over one and a half months um, of inventory there right now. Wow. So Sherwood Park is the hottest market just for least amount of listings, most amount of sales going on. And there's that consistency of I don't have to drive downtown anymore <laughs> and, and I'm going to buy a house that has maybe a, a bigger yard or live in a, a, a suburb community that has all the services and, and not the big city anymore. Okay, so to tie up the month of September in a bit of a bow, how would we do that? Um, it was it was good overall uh, as far as uh, the amount of sales and the interesting thing that we've seen so far, like from January to September actually, is the amount of sales over a million dollars. It's an interesting stat because that usually determines how much uh, confidence do people have in the marketplace. And to give you some numbers, last year, in the entire year, we sold 170 homes in Edmonton over a million. Okay. So far this year, we're already at 222. Interesting. So, so there's some confidence in the marketplace. And it, let's go a step further. Um, there's not very many homes in Edmonton, of course, over 3 million. 
Mm -hmm. It's a pretty small marketplace. And of course, 3 million gets you a really lovely home here in Edmonton. Uh, Last year, in total, there had been one sale over 3 million for the entire year. This year, year to date, we already have seen seven homes. Wow. Over $3 million sell. So, so that was interesting to me even. That's something I've never seen. And in fact, we've, we, there was a house uh, that sold for $5 million this year. I happen to know somebody whose home was over three million, and they sold this year, and they said it's just it was day and night last year to this year, just yeah. way more interest. So, so a lot more confidence in in the marketplace for these these particular buyers, which is really great. Um, I would suggest that the next thirty to sixty days should still be relatively strong for sellers and and then um we'll take a couple months off so to speak from the market as it slows down and then it'll pick back up in february march and i would suggest you know if we're making early predictions that next year we'll follow almost the exact same route both for the amount of sales and for the median sales price okay and what are we going to talk about on the next podcast you already have an idea i have a feeling just by what you've been saying here I thought it would be interesting because, uh, you know, here in Alberta, we're in a bit of a recession. So although prices went up a small amount, uh, 4% this year, uh, for the median sales price for single family homes, we're going to look at some of the other marketplaces in Canada, and some of them have been absolutely nuts. Really? Mm -hmm. I look forward to that. Okay, how do people get a hold of you? They can reach us at 780-464-0075 or find us online, macintoshgroup.ca. If he went too quick, it's on the show notes. Simple as that. And that's it for the time today. We love the feedback, so make sure you drop us a line. As Brent said, check us out at the Macintosh Group at Remax River City. You'll have all the information. And thanks for tuning in today. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh, and we'll see you next time. 